Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hot Mike's Hot Show. Maybe that's it. Live from New York, it's the show that will be trying to develop a catchphrase as its New Year's resolution. That is a terrible one. You think? (laughs) 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 Today, Jamar Chase not worried about the Chiefs defense or about his second appearance on Nick's bulletin board. Meanwhile, Chris Broussard really said this yesterday. If I was in the NFL, I'd be a Raven. Are the Dolphins tough enough to challenge Baltimore? And finally, the one reason why Jared Goff has the Cowboys on upset alert. Yeah. My catchphrases are... That was good, and that wasn't even scripted by us. Alongside uh, Chris Broussard, who is still researching. He is yeah. And writing with his new Mont Blanc oh, pin. Oh, wow. Courtesy of Kevin Wilde. Thank, Thank you, Kevin Wilde. Well, Merry you. Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Nick, yeah. do you have a take to the, for the opening of the show? Or a yeah. catchphrase for me? No, I don't think the Cowboys are on upset alert. I'll tell you that much. They we are. can get to that in a moment. No, they're not. And if you're putting them on, they yeah. definitely aren't, because I don't think you've gotten one right in 2020. I got it right. Ray just last stole Bruce last week. That Ravens was count. mine, and he took mine from the no, PS report. No, no, no that was, that was three hours report. with the all-22. You all think Bruce was listening to you on Simmons Thank podcast? Yes, right after 7 and 10. We start with the nobody's going to want to play them Browns. Flacco throws for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. Here's C.J. Mosley on his old teammate. Everybody always joked, even in Baltimore. Was he elite? I didn't know people were joking in Baltimore. That kind of hurts. Uh, he's showing it. I told him after the game, it's crazy to hear the Browns fans screaming, Flacco, Flacco. That was pretty wild to me. So, Brew, are the Browns a dangerous team? Is who dangerous? Are the Browns a dangerous team? It's not the Browns. Oh, there we go. What are we it's doing? my Browns. Wait. It's Bruce Brown. Since when? You have the right. You got two. Now let me hold on. Let me set. Let me. Lest you be confused, because clearly you are. I am sticking with my AFC pick of the Ravens. No question about it. Okay. But according to the geographic domain clause in the bylaws, that's true. I've got dibs on the Browns. You got the Chiefs because you're from Kansas City. You got the Patriots. You're from New England. Yeah. I've got the Browns because I'm from the land. Yes. All right, so also if, from and, Iowa. Yeah, I mean, and look, Cincinnati, it, it's not and my Louisiana. fault. I moved around a lot. That's just the, that's, that's the luck of the draw. All right, so <laughs> okay. right now the Browns, if and when, okay, there's a time to gloat. I will okay. have that right. Fair. I just want to let y'all know. Okay, all right, so all right. my Browns. <laughs> now, how dangerous are they? They're not a Super Bowl threat. Eh. I don't think they get to the Super Bowl. I like I like Baltimore, Miami, uh, Kansas City, and Buffalo all better than them in the AFC. I do like all them better. But the Browns look they they seven and four against teams with winning records. They've beaten the two 
teams that have been the best in the league this year, right? San Francisco and Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And we know how good that defense is. Number one total defense in the league. All right. And Joe Flacco, a little, this is in, in uh, tribute to Nick Wright, a little bit of kismet huh? on the Browns part. Here's a that? blind reveal oh, for oh, you guys. Yes. A little bit of kismet. Let's go. A blind reveal. Check that out. Flacco, 340 yards a game since he's been back. 11 touchdown passes or in the four games, last four games that they've won. Care to guess who that this, other? This is a notable That other games, guy right? is? Baker Mayfield. No, nobody. No, we we really it? got him, Dust. Who is it? Let's see. Joe Flacco en route oh, to his Super Bowl playoff. championship. Oh, yeah. Okay, Elite. that's great. So just a little kismet. No, that's I know you'll like that. So, I, so, you know, they're, they're uh, dangerous. I, I think they could ruin somebody's season. So, I, so the here's the thing. I put them in the season. exact category I put the Bills in, even though they're very different teams. Very. I think they can beat anybody. I don't think they can string together the requisite three straight postseason wins they would need to make the Super Bowl. Now, Super technically, maybe they only need two because they are, are alive That'd for the one incredible. seed. It's unlikely. But here, listen, if they don't end up winning the division, which in order to win the division, it's very simple. They need to win next week in Cincinnati, and mm -hmm. they need Baltimore to lose both of their remaining games. That happens. They can win the division, and they could be the one seed if Miami then also loses the final week mm -hmm. of the year. But, um... If, they're, if they don't win the division, they're the five seed. They might be road favorites over any of those AFC South teams. It doesn't look like Trevor's going to play South. this because that's who they'd be playing. The, the, the four seed's going to be the AFC South winner. And so Trevor doesn't they look like he's going to play. I think. I think they might be road favorites wow. or it might be a one-point line. Houston, we would see. Indy, I think they would be road favorites against. Yeah. And the, Cleveland, here is – they have this going for them – and against them to a degree. They have, I think, Joe Flacco in total ultimate don't give a bleep mode. Like, I'm going to grip it. I'm going to rip it. I might throw a bunch of picks. He's thrown a lot I, of picks. Too. He's thrown yeah. picks <laughs> and he's thrown a lot of could have been picks. Yeah. But he, he's always had we'll a big that arm. That's a he, the, he, he's always had a big arm and he's always been able to make, like, even in his prime, his best play might have been the ability to draw pass interference. Uh, on deep balls. And the Browns this year, where they deserve credit, Browns fans were mad at me because our preseason picks, my AFC North thing, was going viral over the course of weeks. I had the Browns finishing last. And listen, your defense is, I thought it was going to be good, but is I think, the best in the NFL. I thought your quarterback and coach situation would kill you. Your coach instead might win coach of the year. And the quarterback situation could have killed you, but all of a sudden Flacco's doing his thing. The Browns this year, Brew, and I know you, you care a lot about quality wins. They beat San Francisco. True. They beat Baltimore. They beat current playoff teams, Indy and Jacksonville. They beat current above 500 teams, Houston, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. That is seven wins against teams that are either in or could be in the playoffs. Seven wins against teams above 500. What? And so I think that they are a legitimate dangerous team. The reason I said Buffalo is I think they could beat or lose to anyone because of the volatility of how they're going to play. I think the defense will be a standard, but I think Flacco could throw for 300 and Flacco okay, could I, lose you your first playoff I, game. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to steal a line from Broussard right now. I got Flacco's on pumpkin alert. 
Oh, I disagree. You don't think he's thrown for 300 yards in the last four games? You think this is going to keep going, or he's going to turn into a pumpkin? Here's his numbers. That's fair. Wild. During the I mean, four-game win streak, he's first Alert. in yards per game. He's first in touchdowns per game. He's first in teams' points per game. He also has seven interceptions during this winning streak. And the game, the teams that he has beaten, the Jets, who have. A good defense. We've been saying that even though they've been getting lit up. A C.J. Stroudless Texans team that will put, allow you to put points on the board. The Bears and then Jacksonville. I, I want to be part of the Flacco party. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to say, although it's blatantly obvious, that when your quarterback is literally falling asleep during the game, it might not be just meme-worthy. He might be in pumpkin alert. Well, alert. I, I think you pumpkin have alert. to alert. It has to be on pumpkin he, alert. Here's the only reason that I push back. I don't think they need that level of production to win playoff games. Well, I think they have an argument, as strong of an argument as, as anyone, as Baltimore's Kansas City, San Francisco, that they have the best defense in football. I think they do have the best defensive player in football. So I would agree with you guys. And they have if, a strong run game. If they, say they, it again. They have a strong yeah. run game. They have a strong game. run yeah, And so they so don't, it's not like the Bengals with Browning where the defense was bottom five and they needed him to be great in order to win. Right. I don't think they necessarily need but that. that remember, guy. they were 5-1 and one with Deshaun Watson, with, who wasn't playing who great, wasn't playing. but they were 5-1. and one. So can, he's, he's probably going to come back to earth. The question is, can they overcome? Again, they can ruin somebody's season. Wild, yeah, I thought, can we, can we spend 60 seconds on the Jets real quick? Sure. Is that, can we just put up the Salah? Uh, coaching graphics, please, because they're going to bring him back, and it's unprecedented it's Thursday night that night. they're going to bring him back. Oh. So, first of all, he ends every year in shambles, but this is now officially, and when you show the next one, his third consecutive double-digit loss season. In the last quarter century, that gets you fired every time unless you're Gus Bradley and he was fired midway through the next year. The fact that they are, and some of those guys, the reasons they, they got fired despite the fact that they had gone to a conference championship game with that coach, yeah. that they had had a 10-win season with that coach, that the idea that Robert Sala's job is safe because Aaron Rodgers likes him, it's well, beyond belief to me. I, beyond belief. Look, I, I hear you in that Salah obviously has struggled. I, I think he's done what, great with the defense, but has and he's he? had a tough situation. 37-20. But if Aaron Rodgers might be back just one more year, I know he's talking about more, but let's say one year, to bring in a whole new situation for him – that he's not used to offensively and stuff. I don't think that. I think this is the best. They love him. He likes them. Maybe it's because he can walk all over them. Yeah. But I just think that's probably the best oh, the way whole, for him to go. The whole AFC East loves him. Bills love him. <laughs> yeah. Patriots love he's, him. He's got three divisional wins in his career. Dolphins I love him. I don't think he's won on Thursday night. I think he's 0-6 on oh, Thursday Thursdays night. and Fridays, yeah. Short weeks, which have to, usually have to do with coaching. Not great. Not great. Not great. Nothing. Uh, head Was to that going to be your catchphrase? I'm gonna I'm gonna roll that out. That ain't of great is mine, and it's from years ago. So try again. Head to Kansas City. <laughs> Chiefs taking on the Bengals, led now by Jake Browning, who played out of his gourd and then turned into one. Oh, <laughs> you're searching today. Huh? <laughs> now he goes up against the second best scoring defense in the league, Jamar Chase. Not worried about the Chiefs' ballyhoo defense. Take a listen. If I'm being honest, nothing. They just know how to. Players, they know the leverages, they know what splits we in, they just know 
what we going to do certain movements. Um, they throw a little double-doubles at us to stop the two best players on the outside, and that's all they do. I mean, it's not really like they got a Jalen Ramsey on these squads, you know what I'm saying? So, not much. Okay, he's limited in practice. I will tell you right now, I'm not a doctor. He's 100% playing, if those are his quotes. Here's his <laughs> career against the Chiefs. Uh, one game, he had 266 yards. That's pretty good. Uh, his first hand. And since, by the way, say, I know we don't have Jalen Rams. You do have Trent McDuffie. Since they drafted McDuffie, he has zero touchdowns, zero 100-yard games. They do I mean, 97 yards. I'm sorry, did I? Are you a facts guy or a feelings guy? I just said what it was. He started his career with 266 yards and three touchdowns. Okay, so you, you guys are doing better. Since, they, since then, he has one touchdown and less than that combined over the three games. Uh, he did say something nice about Sneed in his comments. Mm-hmm. Now, Sneed is questionable with the game with a calf injury. Sneed might be the f- a first-team All-Pro corner this year. Legereus Sneed's numbers have been unbelievable, and he also in this thing said he doesn't know who Brian Cook is, which is odd because Brian Cook made the play that won them the AFC Championship game, tipping the uh, Joe Burrow pass in, with two minutes left in the fourth quarter that led to the interception, the game-winning field goal. I, here's where it comes out for the Chiefs. I do think, Brew, because as you have said, it is an odd year, not just in the MVP race, but in that the his I don't want to say historic, but the expected juggernauts are not juggernauts. Cincinnati spanged up. The Chiefs have not looked right for two months. The Bills might make the playoffs, might not, but they looked bad on Saturday. The NFC, the best team, does have a quarterback question. I won't call it a problem, but at the very least, I think you would agree. Question that I think the Chiefs need one great game offensively, for all of a sudden them to once again be the team in the AFC nobody wants to play. Because that we, you, if the offense clicks for one game and then they rest everyone in week 18 the way I think they would because they would be locked into sure. the three seed, we know how good the defense has been and, all, and you know, I, I would expect the Chiefs to win their first home playoff game at Arrowhead. And then all of a sudden... Sure. You would be saying, man, the Chiefs looked, you know, more than shaky for a while, but did they find their footing with the only quarterback that's going to make the AFC playoffs if Josh Allen misses it that has any reason to believe they play well in the playoffs, I guess other than Joe Flacco, Flacco. who it's been eight years for. So I think one great offensive game can reframe the conversation around Kansas City considerably. I think certainly it'll soften some of the takes that they got no chance, that they're absolutely done. But I don't think those that have written them off, I still think will not be fully convinced because this is a Cincinnati team that, you know, obviously doesn't have its star quarterback. Jake Browning did turn back into a pumpkin last week, so we assume he's going to be the real Jake Browning now. And they just got smashed by Pittsburgh. So if they put – beat them as bad as Pittsburgh did, then a lot of people might say, well, look at what the Steelers did to them. Now, where I do agree with you, Nick, I think it will help them. Yeah. I agree. Look, they're champions. We know they're confident, but they're human. And they have been three and five, as I've said many times over the second mm-hmm. half of the season, even in their own minds. And some bad vibes. There has to be a little bit of doubt, and there's yep. some bad vibes. So I think if they get a great win, I don't know if they'll sit guys or not. I'm kind of torn on whether or not they should do that if they win. But if they get a great win and Rasheed Rice, Justin Watson play well, 
Like Mahomes has a typical Mahomes game, and then those two are like his key receivers. That yeah, was Tony's I think, not going to play. People should know Pacheco might play. Oh, he's, Pacheco's a might. Pacheco's a might. He's back at practice, but he has not fully cleared the con- okay. concussion protocol yet. But Tony is definitely out, and left tackle Donovan Smith is definitely mm-hmm. out, and we'll see on Legarius Sneed. Here's the Bengals' defense this season, and Brew mentioned it. Mason Rudolph cooked him up for. 290 and right. George Pickens at 195. So Mahomes should be able to cook this defense up, not to be Mr. Pessimistic in this show. But if he doesn't, then there's going to be more concerns. And I know I'm like, I am a part time body language expert, but again, to build off your point, Brew, if he's got his hands on his helmet or if he has to chew out people on the bench or if Travis Kelsey throws any part of his uh, uniform, it's just more evidence that this Chiefs offense is not running the way it should. Or, you know, I'll even add uh, pre-snap penalties. Yelling at people at the line. Just play a clean, normal game, but it's not... The, the pre-snap penalties, the, the plays seeming to come in late, guys not being lined up in the right yeah. place, those to me are telltale signs. But I, I think it's very – I think you guys all know what I – what makes me feel better, what will make me feel better. And it's not about drops. It's, it's about does Patrick Mahomes play an A-level game because I think that is what they have to have through the postseason. What we – I can I just ask you a question, Kevin yeah, Wilds? Do you want fun, cool stuff or not? No way. Because last be week, last week you demanded it. No, I do. You said what, what was wrong about the Chiefs was that they weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. This week you said what's wrong about the Chiefs was that they were doing it. So I assume we are going to be back to you wanting it, and then if they do it, you're going to be mad about it. This I know it's nuance. It's not nuance. It's nuance. It's nonsense. Here's Those what words I want. Kind of I want like. Patrick Mahomes to take the snap. Uh-huh. And then anything else can happen. You want to do laterals with Travis Kelsey. You want to run a double reverse. That's fine. But when you start to have, like, you know what? Let's line Patrick Mahomes up in a three-point stance. Why they're not cute this year. You're not a huge They're not cute. I know. No. That's not fine. Cute. But no, that was Wilds' big silly. Try to be cute. I, I Different between cute and silly. I know, Brew. But that was just, Wilds' big criticism no, re- was yeah, that they weren't. You, they and then when it. they tried it, he got mad again. So I'm just it curious. Went, so it went, I got picked up for a touchdown. Well, I understand that you're still upset. Said about Paul Rudd, Eric Stone Street, <laughs> Tech Nine, and the Mayor all excommunicating They fumbled the ball. You. But just have some professionalism. It was, it was they just, gave up a pick, whatever it was, it was called, bad. pick, scoop, and score because Pacheco six. screwed up the handoff to Mahomes. Okay, just say it out loud. Okay. Does that make they sense? They did ring around the road. And Rosie, that's what you, you said you wanted. No, I mean, I come want on. They, they, this Give is me what a they break. do. That's <laughs> not your Lions in Dallas on Saturday night. Cowboys looking to avoid a three-game slide. Detroit trying to politely raise their hand in class and say, excuse me, national media, we're actually better than the Cowboys. Since losing to the Cowboys last year, only the 49ers have been better than the Lions. We're 19-6. So... Oh, now you care about records since November of last year. When I tried to do that for a healthy it prince, you mocked me. the Cowboys You mocked lost. me. Just mercilessly. No, you go, go back ahead. and like, historically, when this no, team since, started. No, I've said since November 1st of last of year for year? the prince. Go so ahead. Who you got, bro? Dusty, who I got? Oh, no. Dusty? Is, is going to be the right. Cowboys? Dusty, Mike? Dusty doesn't know who Here I got. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. This is Cowboys muscle up. Cowboys. Dallas shows it won't be pushed around. This is for the F block. No, 
but I'm letting you know. This is no bonus headline. <laughs> bonus headline, because I'm sure Cowboys Nation is surprised that I am picking them Cowboys. Yes. But I am. Look, I told you, I have Get not wavered off of this. Rating. <laughs> I love that on the screen. Yeah. I have not wavered off of this. I said in the preseason, yeah. Detroit is good. All right? Oh, they they are a very handle. good team. Sorry. But Dallas, well, not first, but Dallas, San Francisco, and Philly are on a level above them. Mm-hmm. All right? And I have seen nothing to change my mind. Detroit is a building team. They're going to make the playoffs. And this is a great step. So maybe we'll see if it becomes something special. But they're not ready. And the Cowboys are about to show them. I think they're going to beat them handily. All right? And I know everybody's talking about, oh, Detroit runs the ball so well. That's a weakness for the Cowboys and all of that. I do think the Cowboys muscle up. Look, Detroit doesn't get to the pass, or I think Dak is going to have a big day. Yeah, it's true. And I think the Cowboys yeah. are going to roll. So one of the things Brew has said about the Lions that I disagree with is that they're, they have – they can't handle the weight of expectations. I don't want to misquote you, but no, I have that's, something I've along those that, lines. Yep, yep. I don't think that's their problem. I think their problem is defense no good. Oh, and I, the, even last week, when Nick Mullins, one of, yeah. you know, a show favorite quarterback for old arguments, <laughs> Nick Nick's Mullins, um, yeah. <laughs> it, even when it, with him throwing four interceptions, he still threw 400 yards. The Bears in the last six weeks have scored 26 and 28 on him. New Orleans scored 28. Green Bay scored 29. Yep. The Chargers scored 36 or 38. I know it's somewhere in the mid-30s. Yep. I just don't think Lions even's good enough. Mm. I think Aiden Hutchinson's excellent. I think Brian Branch is emerging to be excellent right. and has his moments. I don't think they have the personnel defensively. So, and I think that what we know is if you can get to Jared Goff, he turns into a totally different player. Yep. Jared Goff, when he's you know under sure. pressure or not, not like meta, not metaphoric pressure, but actual right. you know pass rushing, turns into a different guy. So I, I agree with Brew. I think this is a big Cowboys win, and I think Dak has a good enough game in another standalone spot. Oh gosh, that, don't say it. Hold on, <laughs> that I think next week, depending on what happens in Ravens Dolphins, I think there is at least the conversation of wait a minute. Did we disqualify Dak from the MVP race too early? I think it'd he will be, be good, back. It'd be a win over a good it'd team. It'd be a win over a good team, a standalone window, and his numbers all of a sudden with Purdy's coming to uh, the four interception game, his best touchdown interception ratio, depending on what two and Lamar do. I'm not saying I think Dak's going to win it, but I think it will. he will be back in the conversation, particularly if Philly slips up and Dallas ends the weekend as the two seed, which you have talked about being a key to historical MVPs mm-hmm. being the one or the two seed. But I think Dallas wins big. Okay. Who you got? Who you got? I got the Lions. What? Really? We got, guys, we're a professional show. <laughs> yeah, we don't need this. We don't <laughs> need this. What, what is wrong it with this? Feel it. good, it's but just it's reality, man. Y'all never say that about the chubby cowboy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. You download the app and you get a chance at $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. Greg Jennings is here with us looking resplendent. 
Miami heads into Baltimore as three and a half point underdogs. Are News this afternoon, Jalen Waddle out. What? Are we playing breakdancing music? Yes, it's for Brew. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Mike McDaniel posited a response to Patrick Queen's viral quote that the Ravens, quote, brand of football or play a brand of football that people don't want to play. Everybody wants to be cute, playing basketball on grass, and we are not with all that. Well, here's Mike McDaniel's response. Cute basketball on grass. So can you talk about the importance? Were they talking about me? Yeah, well, yeah. Cute basketball on grass. Yeah, I get cute a lot. I feel like, I haven't checked lately, but I feel like we're pretty good at stopping the run and running the football. That's generally not associated with cuteness. Whatever. <laughs> it's something. It's something. Brew, just, I know a lot of, we have a lot of loyal viewers. Yeah. But just for any new viewers or someone that's been out of town, can you explain the origins of the question, Brew, do you expect the Dolphins to fight or break dance? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, who was the team they lost to when I said after Buffalo. they said it was early? Was it, yeah, Buffalo beat them 48-20. Yeah. And I said, the, in all seriousness, yes, of course. the Dolphins are the type of team that when there's beef, when we got to settle something, they want to break dance, right? <laughs> they don't want to fight. They want to pop don't wanna, I think what you said was they don't want to knuckle up. Yeah, the other, they don't want to knuckle up. The Ravens, the Cow, Cowboys to a certain degree, the Niners, the whole yeah. AFC North, maybe Correct. outside of Cincinnati, they want to knuckle up. And I said the rate or the the oh. Dolphins want to break down. Yes. And I firmly believe that. Now, they have gotten tougher. With, it's not just Jalen Ramsey. But since he's been back, the defense has been mm-hmm. much better. They're like, what, top three in the league in sacks or something, top four, something like that. And so they are playing a tougher brand of football. And I do think they want to fight. They're going to be ready to fight. But they're stepping up in class. I mean, they're stepping up in class, and I think the Ravens are going to have something for them. So I don't think it's going to be a, a demolition, mm-hmm. but I think the Ravens are going to beat them pretty good. Yeah, I don't think they'll break dance. Uh, I'm, I'm done with them being that team that we look at that's uh, all you know, pre-snap window dressing and fun to look at because of all the motion and formation variation. This team, actually, they play very well. Like what what Mike McDaniel said is they stop the run and they run the ball very well. And they have an advantage that the 49ers didn't have. Like he plays a similar style of football offensively that the 49ers do. Mm -hmm. And so they have another week to make those adjustments that the 49ers couldn't adjust to during the game. I think they give give up a good fight or put up a good fight. I don't see them winning this game. I will not be shocked if it's it's a good fight. Yeah, I, I think it's really unfortunate for Miami that they get Baltimore right after Baltimore played San Francisco. Really? Now, normally, that actually works. It would work in Miami's favor. Like last year, every team point. lost That's the week point. after playing the Niners because the Niners beat, beat them up. up on it. But this wasn't a game where the Niners beat up the Ravens, but it is a game where the Ravens' defense got a look at the Shanahan system a week before having to play a Shanahan protege. And I understand it's not like they're running the exact same stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but similar. A, similar concepts and a lot of the base stuff is similar. Yep. So I think that works in Baltimore's favor. I also, I, I also do think Miami's defense, since Jalen came back, is a touch overrated. Because, they listen, the quarterbacks they have faced since the Chiefs game in Germany. So think about how long ago that feels like it was. That was week eight or week nine. It was the eighth game of the year. Aiden O'Connell, Tim Boyle, Sam Howell, Will Levis, who cooked 
in that game, Zach Wilson and Dak, who Dak's the one really good quarterback they played, and he wasn't great in that game, but he was good, and he had the drive at the end. Mm -hmm. So I think Miami's defense is good, but not great, and and they are now facing a great quarterback, obviously. But the one, the oddest part to me about this game is. If the Ravens win this game, they lock up the one seed. If the Dolphins win this game, they have the inside track to the one seed. They just have to win their final game of the year. But the loser of this game could very likely end up being the five seed. Yeah. So, like, the, the one seed yeah. is available to be had for the winner, and the loser is going to be <laughs> holding on for dear life not to fall all the way to the five line. So it is for two teams that have locked up playoff appearances, this is a wildly important game. The difference between having the inside track to a buy-in home field and having to play on the road the whole postseason. Okay. And Miami's not great on the road. Correct. So that's Correct. a whole nother. Um Greg, quickly, um, you talked about – a schematic advantage the Ravens might have from seeing a Shanahan offense last week and going to see another Shanahan branch of the tree. Are you worried at all about the Ravens went into 49ers as big underdogs, came out of it Super Bowl favorites? I mean, they're number two, but like it's all AFC of a sudden favorites, they're yeah. like the hot thing. Are you worried at all about an emotional letdown from I'm the Ravens? Not, I'm not. There's too much riding on the line. Like this team is, they have, because of Lamar Jackson, his sights are set on nothing but Super Bowl. Like, and so when he fixes, fixates his mind on that, that's all they're going to look at. And when you hear a guy like Patrick Queen make that type of a statement and say, look, this is the brand of football that we play, that means whenever, wherever, there is green grass, lines, and a referee, <laughs> we, we can have them, we don't need them. Mm. But uh, we're going to bring our brand of football. Yeah, most of your timekeeping. Lamar, I'm glad no one laughed at that. Good job, staff. Good job. You know what? They can't all be home runs, no. and you guys were honest there. Oh, gee whiz. Lamar went into San Francisco. Talking about how he liked being the underdog, and after walloping the 49ers, Raven shot to the top of the power rankings in your local USA Today. So here's Lamar on their newfound acclaim. Keeping a level head is the most important thing for us right now, you know, because uh, now it's the narrative is changing. You know, it was just, you know, this team is, the Ravens, we don't know about the Ravens. Now it's, oh, they're the number one team. So we're not, we're not playing no mind in that, into that. You know, I feel like that's bait. You know, that's clip bait. Not in the USA Today. <laughs> Baltimore over, under, or perfectly rated? A touch overrated. And I'm, I'm going to say something here that it pains me to say. Because we think of these players so differently, their approval ratings are so different, the respect we have for them and how they go about their business is so different, but objectively it's true. We all, Lamar's probably going to win the MVP mm-hmm. this year. If Lamar goes into this postseason and the Ravens lose their first game. Dak. No. Worse. James Harden. Ah. <laughs> Brew, you wince, and you do that because Harden is such like, a, I don't want to say pariah, but so much of the Harden stuff it feels like is almost non-basketball and th- th- those things. But 
unbelievable, unique, one-of-one regular season talent. Never quite seen a guy play the way he does. Won an MVP, came close to winning a bunch of, of others in Harden's case. For Lamar's case, would have we have two of them. Here's right now, this as of this moment, show Lamar's playoff numbers. Lamar's playoff resume is terrible. It is it, not a single game with a passer rating in the 80s or above. Not a there. There is the the one win he got came over Ryan Tannehill, and that game he was great with his legs. It was so again. It brew if he wins the MVP and they lose their first playoff game and he plays poorly, then that is going to be the narrative on him. And I don't think that is like a one in ten shot that that happens. I think that is on the board. So I think they're here's why I don't like the Harden comparison. I think Harden melts down. Harden, like, when the, in the biggest games, like game six sure. or whatever, that's when he has all these turnovers or only takes 11 shots or misses, you know, 80% of his shots or whatever it may be. Lamar, I think, has been solved in the playoffs. I don't think he's, like, melted down like the moment's too big. I, early, obviously, in his career, it was like he can't really throw the football that well. And he doesn't have great receivers. So, I just think you're right in that it would be reg- great regular season accolades, poor uh, playoff ones. But that was true of Peyton Manning earlier in his career, too. So, I just think that it's different reasons. Now, I think they're perfectly rated because I think there, I don't know how you make an argument for any other team to be at the top of the AFC. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the best record in the league. They got the best defense in the league. They've got the MVP front runner. They've, they've got nine wins over winning teams. Like, they've got the best resume. And yet, maybe part of the, you're an example of it. No one is saying they're world beaters. Correct. No one is like, like San Francisco was a week ago. Yeah. Everybody was like, it's, it's a done deal. They win it. Nobody's like that on the Ravens. No. So I think they're actually perfectly rated favored in the AFC could win it all, but nobody's like giving it to them yet. Yeah. I personally, from the onset of the season had them underrated. I still think that they are underrated because of what you just said. Nobody thinks that they're world beaters, and they have passed almost every test that has been put in front of them. And you talk about, uh, Nick, when you when you look at Lamar, you put those numbers up in the postseason. What I will say is he is more ready-made for this postseason to have to throw or play from behind than he has ever been in his career. Than his, than his MVP year? Even, yeah, he's absolutely. a better passer, I absolutely. think. Absolutely. No. The game that told me Lamar Jackson is ready and is going to be different this year in the postseason was the Rams, Rams game. game. When they were down and they needed him to throw the ball, mm-hmm. convert third and long. He was great in that game. He was absolutely in phenomenal and flawless. Lamar Jackson will be fine. Fictitious game, playoff game. Chiefs at Ravens. Who do you got? Ravens. Of course, yes, he probably has the Chiefs <laughs> missing the playoffs, man. I mean, Close. they're going to make it. Yeah, they might make it for you. Yeah, the Ravens at one point. Birdie, bounce back. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. 49ers, almost two touchdown favorites oh in Washington, <laughs> D.C. Brock Purdy uh, trying to bounce back from the worst game of his career. Gets a Commander's defense that gives up the most yards and the most points. Here's Brock Purdy. 
for me, I think it was huge just in terms of, you know, being a quarterback in this league when things are going well, people can say some great things and, and uh, it's easy to buy into it a little bit, but man, you got to put your head down, go to work, have that chip on your shoulder still and, and still prove to yourself that, you know, you got to continue to show your teammates that you're the guy week in and week out. So definitely something for me to learn from. Okay, quick update. That line has moved from almost 14 points to 14 points. <laughs> Thanks, Wilds. Uh, Brew, can Purdy prove anything on Sunday? Unfortunately, no. Because he was Mr. Relevant, because he doesn't have a cannon for an arm, because he's not 6'5", 230, because he's coached by Kyle Shanahan mm. and they got some other great players. Average and to be that. honest, they also got to a Super Bowl but with without a with a, a mediocre quarterback is what Garoppolo was. Oh, because of all of those things, that I I hate to say it, it's not fair. But he may not. He may be doubted until he wins a Super Bowl, which I don't have them doing this year. A lot of people do, but until he wins a Super Bowl, I think he may be doubted. So I know I went mac- uh, macro. Yeah. But no, I don't. I think this week if he goes out and has a great game. People that doubt him, like Nick, I just, I'm not even taking a shot, but they're they're not going to change their mind. Even if he has a game winning drive, I don't think I think people are going to say, "Well, the first four times he well, didn't just, get it done." Well, so, you know, I I, I don't think he can prove anything this week. I'm, he just I'm, has to come back and have a good game. I'm kind of with you on that. I don't think he necessarily has to prove anything. I think more than anything, he just has to get his confidence back up. And, and what I mean by that is like. We've seen him play clean ball. We've seen him play clean ball for a long time now, and he's only had a few games where he's looked the way – well, this is the only game he's looked that bad. But Kyle Shanahan is going to put him in the prime position. They're playing the Washington Commanders. Like, they're not – there's no stress that he's going to Mm -hmm. play – poorly it's okay we're going to make sure and ensure that we can run the football and make everything as crystal clear the same way after the bye week they came they went down to Jacksonville and it was like their game was methodical it was very scripted it the, he Kyle Shanahan made everything easy for him he mm-hmm. simplified everything mm-hmm. they got Christian McCaffrey the ball in the running game and in the passing game and he got his confidence back up and then he went on a run it's the same thing they're going to do he doesn't have to do anything to be special. So, can we – I want to show Wilds something because Wilds thinks I'm being unfair to Brock Purdy, which wow. is so odd because Wilds agreed with me on Brock Purdy two months ago and then flip-flopped and went back right back well, you to – started him. becoming unfair. The, and so, <laughs> the, this is – where the Niners are right now is this season, when they've lost, it's been because of Purdy. And I can just show it to you. Now, I'm not saying that will always be the case, but they show him wins and losses. Now, you can argue when they've won, it's been because of him. Mm-hmm. I would say he's played great in their victories, and you can maybe point to a couple that he was the biggest reason they won. But mm-hmm. I, when they've lost, it's been because of his poor play, flatly. And so, the, can he prove anything Sunday? Probably not. Because we expect this to not be a close game. We yeah. expect him to blow him out. And no one is denying that he can be great in the front-runner position that he sometimes helps put them in. That he sometimes helps the put time, them really? in. The, the, well, except for the four times he hasn't, right? 
They've no, played I'm 15 saying, but games. When, they, when they're out oh, with the big lead, time. he's yes. the one oh, who's building. Yeah, and yeah. so, and, or, or, well, sometimes he builds it. Sometimes McCaffrey builds it. But he always plays well in those circumstances. Sure. He always plays well in those spots. I don't think that's unfair. I don't think it's unfair to look at the Niners right now and say, in their conference, we all agree, I think, they have the best defense. We all agree in their conference they have the best collection of weapons. We all agree, I think, they have one of the best coaches. That the Niners question going into the playoffs, the reason that the NFC playoffs are not lock, stock, and smoke and barrel theirs is because there's a question about the quarterback. He, to me, can't prove anything about that on Sunday. That's Okay. What? That's the tricky part. It's like, I got a question about you. It's like, all right, how can I alleviate your well, like concerns? Well, like I said, he's got to pretty much win the Super no, Bowl. No, he doesn't. No, I, I, I do not think he has to win the, the Super Bowl. If he, they get to the – because most quarter – when teams lose – the quarterback generally doesn't the, play that well. No, but I, I, but I mean, I, so to so, say, because I could flip it and say, you know what, McCaffrey did nothing against the Cowboys. The, Purdy was excellent. That's why they won. I, when McCaffrey's good, when McCaffrey can be good, and they can lose. Yes. And Purdy, when Purdy's bad, they they lose. Yes. When McCaffrey can be bad, and they can they can yeah, still win. Yeah, because of the difference of yeah. Of yeah, course. but that but the, that's what they are. One is a quarterback, one is a running. If back. this were Week 18, or they had the Rams this yes. week, and they were playing he, against the Rams, he could prove something. he could prove something. Absolutely. Okay. If there's a tight like it's just, it, this is somewhat but opponent. He could dependent. get you if he does something. He could do something against yeah. the Rams to make you think. Oh, to, 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 to add a check mark in the pro or con category can happen against the Rams. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Coming up in nine short minutes, it's upset alert. There's Brew and me holding a football and Nick's picks, which is getting hot again. No, it's not. I'm <laughs> it's not. I know. It's really not. Uh, Bill's favorite by Tom Tom Dregs. It's not fun <laughs> to go to the plasma clinic. They, they, don't, you, they don't pay anymore. I was really? five yeah, yeah, it's new. They thought it was exploitive or something, or I gave too much. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Patriots have not been blown out in almost two months, and this pains me to say that the blowouts may have been Mac Jones' fault. <laughs> I know you guys remember the Patriots getting blown out. Uh, pick six is in pretty much every one of those games. Uh, so more likely, Nick, you can go Bills blowout win or a Patriots upset. Well, I want to put it back to you real quick sure. because you put in the rundown. Yes. Even though the rundown is just supposed to be what we're discussing. Yeah, you're not there supposed to put your in the, like, in there. Like, here's what it says for the previous segment. Can Purdy prove anything? For the segment before that, Baltimore over under perfectly yeah. For this segment, it says more likely Bills blowout winner, upset loss. And then underneath <laughs> it, parentheses, no chance we get blown out. But if someone says yes, I guess we can talk about it. Yeah. I assume you, A, wrote that. And B, I thought it was such a dumb question so, that we shouldn't do it because I think we're all going to be in agreement like there's no chance the Patriots get blown out. So I we'd be sitting here twiddling our thumbs. I thought th- the ratings would crash. Why would there be – listen, I think the Bills are, I don't want to say as likely to blow you out as they are to lose. They, they should not lose this game. It would be vintage Bills and, for, to lose it to this team in this moment when everyone's right now ready Correct. to write the Bills story of them winning the division and getting right. to the Super Bowl. But the idea that they can't blow you out 
is lunacy. The idea, like, explain why you're so confident that the that was a long time ago. The they they just blew out the Jets. The Jets? Wild. There is no Patriots. Hold on. Exactly. There is no one in the world. Robert Sala is not Bill Belichick. Wilds. There is no one in the world, in the football watching universe, that considers the Jets and Patriots massively different caliber of teams. They should. They should then. Why? Because we've beaten the Jets six times. Okay, that's a different question. That's a different question. Well, when you put these things, these things are equal, except one has beaten the other one in head-to-head contests 16 But they're not equal. The Jets have more wins. The Jets have been – so – the Patriots aren't the Jets. Everybody knows it. Okay. One is the most embarrassing so, franchise in recent NFL history. The other one is the team of the modern century. Greg's on his phone. That's how it. Because they blew not, out the Cowboys. <laughs> the, oh my gosh! I mean, the F game Cowboys. Oh, you're the oh, Patriots. Yeah, exactly. You're, exactly. Okay. You All right. Want to break off of that? I. The, uh, you guys are not getting blown you out. You guys are right here. The, You've the, been here all season <laughs> long. And you're the you biggest the talking talking in the mall. Well, we're not the biggest the, the tomato cans. We're the biggest. No, they, yeah, they're right, 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 right now. Go ahead. Right. The, I mean, Can I just honestly, I think our defense is good. And, and the Bill the Jets Belichick, say the same thing. The Jets defense is not, though, it's literally not good. We give up the eighth fewest yards per game. We have the second best rushing defense. And a lot of this, you guys, if this whole thing was to put me here, so be it, because I'm a truth teller. <laughs> A lot of those early blowouts were 100% Mac Jones's fault. Oh. It was either pick sixes wow. or bad field position that poor Mac Jones was putting the Patriots in. Z- Bailey Zappi has played normal football, which is all we really need. <laughs> Last game, which we beat the Broncos, he had 33 pass attempts. According to Pro Football Focus, which when they have good stats, we like, and if we have bad stats, we don't like them. <laughs> None of his pass attempts were labeled turnover worthy. So if Bailey Zappi plays a clean game and the defense plays well, I think we lose by eight points. We're not going to lose by 14 points. Here's the other thing. We just played the mighty, mighty Kansas City Chiefs. Did we get blown out no, by the Chiefs? No, because we took It mercy. was one of Mahomes' We took mercy, bro. Wilds, you said <laughs> yeah, we, took, we start, took knees with time remaining <laughs> inside the, the five. The only reason you took knees because we're going for it on fourth down from our own eight or whatever it was. So uh-huh. we did that. It's a weird circumstance. Uh-huh. We did something Listen, silly. Listen, man, I want mercy on Bruce, You know I want to get up here I'm, and I'm, talk I'm, about how the Patriots can win. Yeah. But this idea that we could just dismiss as a possibility exactly. that they get rolled what do you want to is lunacy. I will bet you a show bet, not financial, a show bet. The, no, because exactly. I don't want, Everybody I don't want, knows. I don't want, I'm not trying to root well, for the Bills first, first, let me give you – I'll give you credit for what you just said. I know that took a lot. About Mac, Mac was your guy. Baby, he was the baby goat. Well, thank you. I haven't heard he that was. in a while. Yeah, and so I give you credit for saying Bailey Zappi is better. That, like, All right, clean. Now, classic No, you said two. better. Right. Classic cleaner <laughs> games. By me. Um, I am actually with what – look, I think a blowout is possible, but I think an upset loss is more likely. Wow. Just because they're the Bills. They almost got beat last week by by Easton Stick. That's correct. I mean, really. Right, okay. They almost got beat by freaking Easton Stick, and I'm not saying they're going to lose. I'm just saying it is very possible. So why am I getting lambasted? (laughs) Because so you're, you're thinking acting like it's impossible. Greg, Greg the only you think won. the Bills are going to blow them out. Yes. Blow yeah, them I mean, out? Greg's about yeah, to, I think they win by 8, 8 by to 10. Way, Greg's about to have a Cowboys-Bills Super Bowl by this I time mean, next week. I mean, maybe. I'm telling you, I'm a Bills guy. Live from New York, 
It's the show that is still looking for a catchphrase no. for 2024. The show is not. What are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe. Take it out for a test drive. It's the second hour of First Things First. Today, why one person here has the Chiefs on upset alert and picking Cincinnati to win straight up. Spoiler alert, he's wearing a striped tie. Meanwhile, why one person here thinks the Ravens are too tough for the soft, quote-unquote, break-dancing <laughs> Dolphins. It's not me, but right now we're talking about the Lions in Dallas on Saturday night. Cowboys have lost two in a row, trying not to lose three in a row. Lions trying to prove that they're for real after clinching a playoff spot. Uh, since losing to the Cowboys last year, only one team has been better than the Lions. It's the 49ers. Really? Yeah. You don't think that's interesting? No, that's great. I, I think it's crazy the team that won the Super Bowl hasn't been better than them. That's wild. I'm talking about by the numbers. Oh, okay. I'm not talking bad. about eye test and trophies. Okay. Uh, okay. Nick, who you got? I have the Cowboys big. Uh, I think a number of factors here. One is there is a natural letdown for Detroit, even though this is a big game. They just won the division. I buy that. For, first division for anyone on the team as a Lion, obviously, and for most of them, first Lions division win of their l- literal lifetimes. Mm-hmm. I also think there's a tough matchup for Detroit because Dallas can pressure the quarterback even though they didn't against Miami. We know they can. That's what golf struggles with the most. And that Lions defense is bad. Flatly. Aiden Hutchinson's an excellent player. Brian Branch, I think, is going to be an excellent player and already is pretty damn good as a rookie. But everybody moves upon them. Nick Mullins, for all his mistakes and getting benched for the rookie fifth-round pick, he's had 400 yards on him. The Bears played him twice in the last six weeks, scored a combined 54. The Saints scored 28 on him. Chargers scored in the 30s. So Dallas needs the game. I don't think Dallas is going to lose three straight games. We talked last week about how they hadn't lost back-to-back in two and a half years. Now all of a sudden they're going to lose three in a row and it's in Dallas. All those reasons, Greg, I like the Cowboys by more than the four and a half most likely. I like the Cowboys uh, to put up a bunch of points and Dak look great in this game. Yeah, I like the Cowboys as well. As you know, I am on the Cowboy bandwagon. Oh, as I forgot. Yeah, welcome yes. aboard. Thank you. Yes. I, got you. I can't believe it. You believe it. Uh, but I like, I like the oh, Cowboys man. simply because like when you think about all this week, what we've been talking about is, man, that defense. They, let, they gave up a game-winning score or a field goal to the, to the Miami Dolphins. Defense, defense, what the defense isn't doing. Then we hear Micah Parsons making comments about the 49ers mm-hmm. and, and what they aren't doing. Well, you have to make a statement. In this defense, last four games, third worst in the NFL <laughs> and have just four sacks in, in total. Their last four games, that's fourth worth fourth. Worse in the they national have four football four sacks in the last four games. Like, and you got Micah Parsons on your defensive line. Like, you have to make a statement. I think I understand where the Lions are at. They're a team that they're trying to find themselves. They want to have a statement win against right. a really good team at home, which a team in the, in the Dallas Cowboys, they don't lose at home. So I think all those things going in and being in this position, knowing you don't want to limp in the postseason – I was with Mike McCarthy. I lost week four at the time, week 14 and 15, and we won the last two games, roll on to the last two games of the regular season and went on to win the Super Bowl. That's the type of momentum you got to have going into the postseason. The Dallas Cowboys can do that. They better win. It's as simple as that, or you two should be changing your Super Bowl picks. Oh. All right, really? I mean, really? Yeah. Like they, be- I'm, I wasn't even saying that to put you on if blast. If you lose three they in a row, better win. Definitely it's not even just a three in a row, because somebody that <laughs> lost Eagle three in a row there. is probably uh-huh. getting to the Super Bowl, San Francisco or Philadelphia. But 
No, they, they have every reason to be hyped for this game. It's in your building. Now, I don't, I'm not saying I don't want to even play the do card. But they, at some point, they're going to lose at home. They won 14 straight go. home games. So that makes you wonder. But I still think the Cowboys will win this game. I think that on paper, it looks like a shootout, right? Because Detroit can't get to the quarterback. Yeah. And, and like you said, people have cooked on them. So Dak, I think, is going to have a big game. It, on paper, it looks like they should be able to run on the Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys play a lot of man coverage defensively. They should be able to throw on that, like, if he can get time, golf. So it could be a shootout. But I, I got Dallas 7 to 10 points. Okay. okay. Hostile environment the Lions are going into. Great quarterback, great defense, the pressure of expectations. Weren't those the four reasons we said the Lions would also lose when they went into Arrowhead game one? Yet they won. But it's all the same Chris reasons. Chris Jones wasn't there. Neither, nor was Travis Kelsey. I mean, if the Cowboys were without nobody Micah, was picking, But nobody was and, picking the Lions in that game. Uh, it was agreed. across the board. The Lions the oh. <laughs> I got the Lions. Oh, you got the Lions. You got yeah. the Lions. Are yeah. they your – oh, maybe they're your upset. They're not. Oh, okay. Don't spoil upset. Yeah, Time now upset. for a segment so hot in an emergency you can use it to clean wounds in the woods. It's upset alert. Brew and I both on a furious hot streak. Brew getting his last three upset alerts right, me getting the last one correct. <laughs> Greg, you also got your last one correct. Yes, I did. Congratulations. Thank you. Maybe your last two. I didn't go back in the Nah, last one. No, definitely just <laughs> last one. Oh, so go ahead. You, got this uh, you know what? I got the Bengals over the Chiefs. Wow. Straight up, baby. Straight up. Wow. Yeah, the Bengals will show their stripes. I get it. Look, man. He explain. Yeah. Let me let me explain Please how explain this works. This. First and foremost, unlike my colleague Nick Wright, I do not believe in the Chiefs. They are who they are, and some of us, like myself, understand that when a team shows you who they are, it's time to move off of them and move on. I know that's not what you're going to do, but the Bengals have all the reasons to believe that they can beat this team. The history shows me that they play this team very well. Lou Anarumo, he keeps the game tight defensively. When you look at Jamar Chase and some of the things that he's saying, like this team is going to come to play. I like the Bengals because they believe in this moment, they've already beaten the Chiefs in the past, but in this moment, oh man, we can do something. We can really put this team out of their misery. True. Potential or start it. Mm-hmm. Start it. I, I just simply I like the Bengals because they have nothing to lose. And when you look at the teams that are on the bubble, when you play in this game and you play this late in the season, these are the teams you don't want to play. Teams that have something to play for Ooh. and they don't have anything locked up, but there is oh, a like fighting that. chance. Like the Bengals are playing You're with house a money. Good argument. I dangerous you teams. You're they're a they're good extremely argument. dangerous. The Chiefs are sputtering, mm-hmm. almost out of gas. And right now, the Bengals are aware. Correct, right? I'm just checking. I'm just making sure. It's your phone. Just make sure. Just make because it's not ringing right now. I'm trying to FaceTime you. Just make sure Monday you're available. Just make sure, make sure, make sure. Do you Monday. have my number? No, uh, yeah, yeah, just, maybe. Do you have my number? Just make sure Monday you answer, okay? That's all I, because you won't be here, but make sure you're available you're Monday. See, Greg likes to come out with these boisterous okay? comments. Just, just make sure. And he never has to answer. Oh, no, he's right it. often. Yeah. <laughs> he is right a lot, but he won't be this week. But right. just make sure you answer on Monday. Um, Look, you put it up there, that graphic, uh, we can see it again. Teams you don't want to face in this moment. Okay. 
I got the Pittsburgh Steelers going up into Seattle. Oh, wow. Telling them, uh -oh. open up the fridge. Oh, they're not opening the fridge. <laughs> Get out the bread, the Wonder Bread, and ham and cheese and make me a sandwich while I watch some television. Yes, Pittsburgh, <laughs> from the rugged AFC North, is going to go up in there and beat the Seattle Seahawks. So that's my other analysis that's other it. than the sandwich part. That's it. The sandwich okay, part. Like real no, look, so Mason there's Rudolph. no facts oh, no. behind it at all. <laughs> okay, there's no, no rationale. No, I'm going to give some rationale. Ham and cheese. George Pickens, after being called onto the carpet, not only by Tomlin and others, Ryan. but everybody, right? Came out and did what we all know he's capable of doing. I think Deontay Johnson going to have a big game this week, all right? I think they'll be able to run the ball. Seattle's been terrible mm -hmm. against the run the last few, last month or so. Yes, so I think have. they're going to be able to run the ball on them. And Mason Rudolph, look, will turn into a pumpkin in about – you usually get four weeks. So he's only in his second start, yeah. I believe. So he should be fine this week. Pittsburgh in and up. Look, Pittsburgh, I, unlike Nick, have not. I, I picked the Steelers to make the playoffs, yeah. and I stuck with so, it. Nick, so, Nick I, abandoned I, I, them. No, I have not. What you are you talking about? I haven't heard them come out of your the, mouth in six We don't weeks. talk about the Steelers on this show. We haven't heard you talk about them. them. I and just you, said they're going to make and, sandwiches. But, yeah, yeah, now you're all all your analysis ended with Wonder Bread and bologna. Go ahead, Wild. Okay, it's time now for the Puxatani Phillip football to make his upset alert. And again, this segment has really gone awry because it used to just be like, hey, what team is on upset? Then I started to get them all right off of outright <laughs> wins. This is a true upset because not only do I don't think the Patriots are going to win, I don't even want the Patriots to win. So the Patriots valiantly cover against the Bills. What? Guys, it's this called is a pathetic. Cop Why? It's called we a do cop a whole segment out. called Nick's Picks about covering the spread. Yeah, exactly. And, guess and what? we do a whole segment called Upset Alert yeah. about upsets, so you've got it in the wrong <laughs> segment, doofus. Wrong. <laughs> you must be out of your mind. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. In any event, so it's a huge spread. It's a two-touchdown spread. And you're thinking, ah, oh, the Patriots stink. The Patriots are tomato cans. I say, even if you do think that, let's look at big spreads and how they've been doing recently. Uh, and so in early in the year, yeah, 10-point underdogs getting smoked. December, as you figure out who your team actually is, 3-4 and four against the spread. They're 6-1. So whatever you do, the Patriots will cover this. Why? Because we have a great defense. Gives up, we give up the eighth fewest yards. We have the second best rushing defense. Like, man, how do you have such a great defense? Honestly, part of me thinks Bill Belichick is like your friend who's like way into sneakers and doesn't care about the rest of their outfit. Like, check out my sneakers. I'm like, buddy, you look terrible. Why don't you spread the wealth around the whole outfit? It's a little bit how we treat our defense. Uh, also, and I'll just say this one quickly. And Billy Zappi's playing pretty good. Yeah, he's Bailey Zappi. Exactly. Bailey Zappi's doing right. He's no better than Mac Jones, but he's not throwing interceptions, which would actually score points for the other team. We cover. We cover. That's all. It's a guarantee. Okay. Take that would have been great for Nick's Take picks. it to the bank. All right, Nick's picks time. <laughs> Guys, listen. Hasn't been a great year in the Nick's picks world. Don't say that. It just hasn't been. I'm honest with America. But luckily, the new year starting next week. Listen. <gasps> Do we start over? Well, no, I got to keep going the wow. rest of the way. But I, listen, I just need to go 6-0 and to basically be 500 for the regular season, be hot going into the postseason. And while Wilds' pick of... The Patriots and upset alert was ridiculous. You know what's not ridiculous? Let's go first pick. Patriots!
Street plus 14. Hey, what are you? Hey, listen, listen, I don't know if you guys know, but as of late, big underdogs have been covering. They've been covering machines. It's a divisional game. It's an excellent defense. Yes. It's a team with a great run defense. I thought everything Wilds was saying about the Bills a couple seconds ago was or Patriots 100% right. I just wanted to make him say okay. it to mock Mac Jones. It worked perfectly. Okay. But the analysis, Wilds, perfect. Next, Bake Show. Patty t-shirt game. Clinch the division, Baker. Hey, a little pour some champagne. Give yourself a much-deserved bye week. Just clinch that four seed. Kick your feet up. Watch the rest of the NFC beat each other up fighting for seeding while you guys get to hang out. Northern Florida Shores watching, you know, watching other teams play football. They are going to beat the Saints, <laughs> who, let's be honest, they want this season to be over. I'm not sure if they want the Derek Carr era to be over as well, but they probably do. Less than a field goal favorite at home. The insult to the best quarterback in the NFC and a man who, mark my words, will show up on at least two MVP ballots as a fifth-place coach. NFC Getter. South. What did I say? NFC. NFC. You got carried away. You do. It's yeah. okay. What did I say? Best quarterback in the NFC? Yeah. We'll talk to me in a week. Next! <laughs> Arizona getting 12. Another big underdog. Wild sold me. They cover all the time they these do. days. The Eagles haven't blown anyone out in two years. They, meanwhile, it looks like Kyler's going to play. It all, Philadelphia is just trying to hold on for dear life for the division. I know Hollywood Brown is on the IR for the rest of the year. That's not great. But what is great is this. Backdoor cover from Kyler. Yep. Philadelphia just trying to escape. And the Cardinals this year, Kyler trying to play so he is not – he wants the Cardinals to not have one of those top two picks. So he has extra motivation. Like Cardinals, big underdog. So Cardinals plus 12, Patriots plus 14. I love all Fox that. minus two and a half. You say that every week. No, I don't. One and two every week. No, no so those are great. Those are, those are all – Dubs. Thanks, Wild. Coming up next, more bulletin board material from Jamar Chase. Mm. He says, Jalen Ramsey not on the Chiefs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a take. <laughs> See, when Bengals are headed into Arrowhead, Jake Browning tries to shake off the pumpkin status he took on last week. Jamar Chase has had some big games against the Chiefs, and he's not really worried about this defense. Take a listen. If I'm being honest, nothing. They just know how to play us. They know the leverages. They know what splits we're in. They just know what we going to do certain moments. Um, they throw a little double-doubles at us to stop the two best players on the outside. And that's all they do. I mean, it's not really like they got a Jalen Ramsey on these squads. You know what I'm saying? So, not much. Okay, classic bulletin board material. It is, but Jamar's already on the bulletin board, and I'll be honest. The bulletin board is going to take a break. <laughs> What I would say, I just think it's poor form yeah. right now coming off, you know, the bulletin board was birthed under the auspices of an undefeated season, not nine and six at the end of the new year. So it's just going to take a brief respite. Now, I will say this, if that were not a Cincinnati Bengal wide receiver, but just pick something out. I don't know. A Dallas Cowboy pass rusher wantonly S-talking his opponent who had beaten them in the playoffs the previous year, who is great on the side of the ball they're talking about, and had the last season held him in relative check in both of their appear uh, appearances against him. I think that side of the table would have more of an issue with it than they have with Jamar Chase, but that's just my take. I Here's what I think about the Kansas City Chiefs, Brew. I think that offensively, they desperately need a good vibes game. Yeah. 
They need a game where the process works easier, mm-hmm. where there's less frustration. Where And I know the Bengals have statistically a bad defense, but I do respect Luana Rumo, and I do think he has shown over the last few years that he gives the best quarterbacks in football mm-hmm. more trouble than most defensive coordinators. So I don't think Rudolph just... I don't, well, I understand. Right, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's quarterbacks not in football. Yeah, that's not the best quarterbacks in football. There are some defenses that feast on bad quarterbacks, like the Bills' defense historically had, yeah. and then struggles against the best. I think the Bengals are kind of the opposite. Well, I got good news for you. But, if you've seen the statistics on how Mahomes been okay, playing. All right, well, then never mind. <laughs> I, uh, uh, but I think what they need is a good vibes offensive game because I think that they should rest everyone in Week 18, and try to have a hard reset. But you can't do that a if you don't win, and I don't think Bruce should do it. If you win, but and it's, ugly. it's ugly. If you win, but it looks something like yeah. the Raiders game did. Look, first of all, I'll say this, and I wonder if you guys agree with me. The disdain that Chase seems to have for the Chiefs, it seemed evident in that clip yeah. to me. Like, he just seems like he really doesn't like them. I guess they've been beating them. You know, they've been the team in the way for yeah. years, so I guess that's that. But I, I also think, look, like you said, Snead and McDuffie are really good. I mean, so – I don't know if he's looking at – if one, if he's just trying to dig at them, you know, and, and mess with them. Uh, or two, Greg, if he, is he looking at interceptions because they don't get a lot of interceptions? You know, that is he saying that's why – you know, I think they got, what, eight this year. They don't have a lot And, of yeah, Jalen's got three in the last three, three weeks. So, is he looking at because they don't get interceptions, he doesn't think they're as good? Or you think he's just picking at them? No, this is a receiver that is turned on the tape and wants to have a big day. And looks at the tape and says, man, they're going to double me. They're not going to give me opportunities. Ah. So what he's doing is challenging. Yes, you want if Sneed plays. No McDuffie's going to be out there. Like, go tell Spags you want me one-on-one. Man up. And and then let's see what we get down with. Uh Tried that in the very first game against him. He had 266 (laughs) yards and three touchdowns. We played him man-to-man one time ever, and I didn't enjoy that 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 is real. That is what he truly wants. And and typically, you get a defensive back who wants to take that challenge. Like, Snead doesn't want to back down from a challenge like that. He wants to travel with a Jamar Chase if he plays again. But even McDuffie, like, they are good enough to do it. But this is a different animal when you play a one-on-one. Yeah. It, it, Brew also, because it's like not that. like that the Chiefs have, you know, it, the, the Bengals are not the Bills and that the Chiefs haven't ended their season multiple times. You know what I mean? In the playoffs, obviously, they're one-on-one right. against yeah. each other. But they've just I, been the king. They've been the kingpin, but the Bengals are the one team that's gotten over yeah. on them in the Correct. AFC, other than Brady's Patriots, but Brady's gone now and the Patriots are gone now too. The other bitterness, I would imagine, is because he knows the next time that – he plays in Arrowhead, and T. Higgins is there. T. Higgins is probably going to be on the other sideline, okay. and he's, you know, and that's and that's why wow, you, you guys we, have plenty. What you guys got plenty? Yeah, you, sure, <laughs> but in the off season, maybe you add a little extra. Hey, maybe, to, maybe, maybe you add a little. You better be talking to T. right now. <laughs> Tampering. <laughs> hey, check out our podcast if you get a chance. Also, our YouTube channel. We are catching up on Mr. B. I got a note from Mr. B. said, you guys are catching up to me. That's a lie. Don't say that. He might sue us. Also, you think we're going to hit that million before the year? It's up to Lori. Uh, Live New Year's Day on at 3 o'clock to 4.30. It is a nice day to spend on the couch. Go hard on New Year's Eve. And then sit down from 3 to 4.30. And watch first things first. (laughs) Medals time. This is a LeBron no-look bounce pass. Anthony, you agree with me, Nick? 11 His no-looks are better now. 
I, I agree with that. I also have somebody on NBA Twitter posed this question. Is Anthony Davis currently the best American-born NBA player? Something to think about. Not as good as John Morant. But, John Morant's okay. been back for, what, four games? That's not accurate, by the way. Yeah. Bronze medal victor, Wimbanyama, 36-6. and six. Is this in less than th- No, it's not his first medal because he had the medal of the day. You said he was better than Kevin Durant, remember? Um, and... Uh, listen, he did it in under 30 minutes, and now he has to sit out tonight. Tyrese Halliburton, 21-20-0 turnovers. 21 points, 20 assists, 0 turnovers. And then the Joker with a triple-double, but the reason he gets it is not because of the triple-double. 100% from the field, from three, and from the free-throw line. Pretty good. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. Also, Anthony Davis, not as good as Jason Tatum. Disagree again. Disagree again. He's still more inconsistent than those guys. He's playing great. Uh, if you're allergic to puns, we appreciate you watching. We'll be back on Monday at 3. Speak is up in three minutes. If not, <laughs> it's time for Brew to muscle up and flex his headline writing muscles. It's Friday, but right now it's time for Monday morning headlines. Nick, yeah. kick us off. All right, well, you know it's New Year's, so it's resolution time. And many of you, well, you know what, just reveal the headline. You guys know what... Be less humble. It was a historic <laughs> success in 2023. That was my New Year's resolution. What will Nick's New Year's resolution be this year? America wants to know. Tune in Monday to find what a out. Geez. It's going to be hard to top Be Less Humble, but I tried to live up to that every single oh, day of 2023. And I think I've done a great job. You're in the financial district. A great there. job. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> okay, mine. Oh, it's a classic. It's a classic. Kyler Flurry. <laughs> but Eagles survive. They've got a bad defense. But Eagles overcome big day uh, from Kyler Murray. They end up winning, but they're not very good at defense. Ah. All right. All right, here we go. Last moment of the We're year. We're going wow. to Baltimore. Pop, locked, and dropped. Wow. Ravens break dancing. Ravens break dancing yeah, I mean, dog. I mean, you're the GOAT. <laughs> you're him. Yeah, that is really. Uh, you know what I'm gonna get you for uh, for New the Year's present? T-shirt that says him. No, a tattoo like Ja has on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be like him. I'm gonna give <laughs> Dusty some credit. No, that's the last words. Of the first really, things first of 2023. Really, I'm gonna have to get to work. We both.